How do we make a meeting become a meeting? In this episode of What's On Your Mind with Digby Scott and Alicia Mackay, we ponder the value of physical presence, the importance of actually hanging out together, and how sometimes actually we really need to ask the question, why do we need to meet? From the top. Sorry about that. We let some fizz out of the bottle. Um, <laughs> Alicia Mackay, what's on your mind? What's on my mind right now is presence. So I've been thinking a lot about this whole we only hang out online thing now. And also the fact that that's going to come to an end in some way quite soon. So we're going to be able to hang out in person soon. And it's going to be different, right? Like we're not going to be able to hug for like the next two years. <laughs> not strangers anyway. And I've been thinking about how all of a sudden in my mind, the idea of having someone's physical presence seems more valuable and more interesting than it ever has before. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering how we start thinking differently about what presence is and how we value it and and how we treat it, right? So it used to be that people just turn up to meetings, right, and they're just there, and the fact that they're there is the extent of their commitment. And whether they were truly present or not and actually engaged was another story. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping we start to see less of that behaviour now that it's going to be kind of a big deal to have people sitting in a room together. What do you think about that? I think I love it. Because what I've liked about some of the online stuff we've been doing is that because everybody's sitting in Zoom meetings 400 hours a day, what you want to do is make sure that the time you're spending together, which we've talked about before, is that connection engaging stuff and what that means is taking all the stuff that isn't that and putting it outside the meeting right so doing work ahead of time doing work outside of the session and making sure that the time you're spending together is about connection why can't we take that back into the workplace when we can still go to work absolutely and so what you do is you make meetings about them they mean something different right so a meeting is actually a meeting that's the ticket yeah, a meeting becomes a meeting. Exactly. There you go. I like that. It's a, a meeting it's a, becomes a meeting. Oh, as an aside, I, I read yeah. something the other day that I thought was really cool, that for every meeting, there are actually four meetings happening at once. Huh. And, and the first meeting is the meeting before the meeting, which either happens like in the hallway or actually it's a conversation beforehand about, okay, how are we going to tackle this meeting? Because you know so-and-so is going to be there and what are we going to have to make sure happens? Then there's the actual meeting, which is the explicit communication that takes place between people. The third meeting is the meeting that happens in your head, and it's all the stuff you're not saying, but you're thinking. <laughs> That's a busy and the one. Fourth meeting, the fourth meeting is the after-the-meeting meeting, meeting yeah, yeah. which is the debrief on the ride and the taxi on the way back or on the phone or via email. Did you see what happened there? Yeah, yeah right? Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that the... The ticket for a truly effective meeting is to merge those four together as much as possible. Yeah, I love it. Mm. And so that idea that presence now comes at a premium. Mm. I mean, after we've spent this time in travel restriction and facing our computers, can you imagine how much more valuable and important it's going to seem if someone has got on a plane to fly to your city to sit in your meeting room? It actually used to be like that, right? When plane flights were expensive. You're probably too young. Yeah. (laughs) 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was, a, what can it I was say? a big deal. It was a big deal to jump on a plane. I remember actually I, I used to be on the coaching panel for National Australia Bank and I was based in Perth. And a colleague and I were both on the panel. We'd fly every six weeks to Sydney for a coaches meeting. There were all the coaches yeah. from around Australia. And one time they forgot to tell us that it was cancelled. So we flew like four and a half hours to Sydney, turned off this meeting, they said, oh, it's cancelled, and then we flew all the way back. But it was like extremely expensive, and they were hugely embarrassed because of the costs to them around that stuff. Uh, and yeah. I, think, I think there was something about the premium we had put on our time for that, to fly all the way, and then I think that was the embarrassment. This is valuable time, and you, we didn't tell you, oh my God, right? Whereas I think these days it's like show up, have a meeting, yeah, done, and it's yeah, you're right that up until COVID it wasn't, it had sort of eroded in value that FaceTime, and I I love that optimism you got with that. It's just uh, I really yeah. like it because I think we've started to have these conversations about how the value of our the way we understand time is different at work. So we've always said that it's about value and about output and not about hours logged, except that we're still continuing to pretend as though we can divide our value into time increments, right? So yeah. we go, no, no, it's it's about value, but then we go, but you know, I worked 50 hours last week and I'm hoping to get X done in X time. So the first level of that is how do we understand time now that we are trying to achieve so, things in a home environment? So, so you know, then the, the next level is presence. Yeah. And I reckon that, yeah. so there's two levels. The Greeks thought about two types of time. There's uh, chronos time, which is time by the clock. And then there's kairos time, which is experience time. And I reckon yeah. kairos is what you're talking about with presence. So the idea that you can be with someone, it actually doesn't matter how long something takes. It's just, it's the quality that it matters more. Adam Grant, actually, you know, the professor at Wharton talks about, you know, just focus on stuff that matters so much, it doesn't matter how long it takes, right? And and hang out with people that matter so much that it doesn't matter how long you're with them for. And you will get so much better quality stuff done if you focus on presence, right? So in summing up what he's talking about, so I reckon the call to you guys is how are you valuing your presence with people and others' presence with you at the moment? And when it comes time to come back into the meeting room, the real meeting room, how are you going to show that you value that presence? Classy. That was classy. Oh. Nicely done, Digby Scott. Sorry, are we rolling? We're still rolling. Huh. <laughs> it's all a roll. <laughs> <laughs>